0: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Gwen and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr.
2: Those feathers would have been splashed out all over the place, man. They would have canceled that series.
1: And Chris Ello. All right, short, segment, short segment here. <laughs> short segment. It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. And nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan.
2: Welcome on in, San Diego. Tony Gwen Jr., and another one bites the dust. Chris Ello out. It's just me and Big Frank in the building. Scraby's still recovering, still a little bit under the weather. It's a solo job. Well, not necessarily. Frank Marchese will join me today and come along for the ride. Frank, how, how's your day? How are you feeling?
3: I, I'm feeling like I'm going to concede.
2: oh, Are you going to concede already? Well, huh?
3: well, no, I'm conceding that I am eventually going to get sick. Because Scraby out after Monday. I come in on Tuesday to fill in for him. You sound like Steven Tyler. <laughs> we work in an icebox yesterday and now chris is out i'm i'm bound to be the next one
2: yeah well you know i i tend to look at the glass half full while you look at it half empty i think uh you might be spared it's just me and you i i hope so you know although i might have sounded like steven tyler i haven't felt bad so uh, i think that might be your saving grace is you know the fact that you're still here and uh you know i haven't felt
3: terrible so you know this is this is the part where my body, my mind makes me think I'm sick when I'm really not. Yeah, so that, I just got to get through that, and then a thing. I'll be fine.
2: It's definitely a thing. A yep. uh, lot of sports for you today. Short show. Thursday night football follows Bills. Patriots. Uh, Bills looking to play some good football for the first time in, I'd say about three or four weeks. Patriots need to win desperately. I don't. I don't think they can take a loss in tonight's ball game. Um, and still feel good about playoff aspirations at this point. Bills, on their hand, although they haven't played good football, um, they got a little wiggle room. I think they're, what, 8-3 and three coming into tonight's game. Yep. So um, they, they could, I mean, not to say that they want to lose, but they could lose and still find a way um, to perhaps even win that division still. So uh I know the Jets are playing well, but that is the, the game that falls. So we got two hours and about 30 minutes with you guys today. World Cup action starting to get down to the end of group play I believe one more day tomorrow uh really had a fascinating day in terms of what could happen what might have happened and what ended up actually happening Germany um, who was uh, one of the perennial favorites in this tournament they go down they uh really had to need they needed some help going in they needed Japan to lose uh they didn't they end up taking out Spain, and we'll get to them in a little bit because I, I think they have emerged as one of those teams that could be like a legitimate threat if you consider who they beat. Will I'll leave it to my man Frank to to kind of delve into the specifics of that. Um, and the other, uh, it, what was the other matchups? This was that this morning, I believe it was. It
3: was the uh, Group F matchups? Uh, Morocco beat Canada. Actually, won that group. Yeah and then uh Croatia and uh, Belgium played to a draw. Belgium's another yep. giant. They Belgium's were the number
2: out. 2 team in the world coming in to the World Cup. Now they had some injuries. One of their best players as we talked about I believe it was yesterday Lukaku was finally played his first game today. Had an opportunity to put him up was unable to put it in the net and as a result that team upset now. They've had some turmoil. Throughout the course of the World Cup, there was some uh, some finger pointing after their first matchup that they actually ended up winning, uh, but they, they had to they had to come from behind, I believe, to win that game. Uh, and there was some finger pointing between teammates after that. Now they did their best to defuse it, uh, but then they lost in that last matchup. Uh, I can't remember who who'd they actually end up losing to.
3: Looking back through it now, okay. So they beat Canada 1 0 to open up, they lost 2 0 to Morocco, Morocco and then drew 0 0 today,
2: right? Now, Morocco uh, probably is a surprise of, of this group. I, I don't know much about them. Can you tell me a little bit about them? I, because, I would I, not? I didn't know they were a soccer superpower the way they at least went performed in that group.
3: I didn't think so either, and especially as you said, Belgium coming in second in the world. With in the same group as the team that finished runner up in the World Cup four years ago, you would have thought that was easy. It was Belgium and Croatia going in. Excuse me, Croatia, yeah. And it turns out that only one one makes it.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was that was uh, another big surprise. So now, I mean, you've seen Germany. We talked about they go out. Belgium goes out. Um, another big one we just talked about. Oh, Mexico, yeah, Mexico also also not involved. Uh, now, I told you we'd come back to Japan because that was considered, I believe, the group of uh, of what they call death. Every year, every four years, they have a World Cup, and there's one group that is just heavy hitters up and down. That would be this Costa Rica, Germany, Spain, Japan group. And I'm willing to bet, I don't know what the odds were going into the World Cup, that the Japan national team probably very possibly fourth on this list going in
3: could have been i they came in they came in 24th in the world costa rica was 31st
2: okay so they would have been third in on this group
3: but you're playing in your group you have number 7 spain and number 11 germany who by the way have won two of the last three world cups to have played and you not just advance out of that group but beat them both when i saw cuz i didn't get a chance i was prepping for the show when i saw that japan beat spain i immediately thought okay spain had their second team in just the same way france did when tunisia beat them last night and i looked through the lineup i'm like no they had their they had their first squad they had in and their big dogs in there so japan genuinely beating germany and beating spain you cannot discount them as possibly making a serious run at this.
2: No, you you, you absolutely can't. And uh, so that they end up opening some eyes and, and getting the job done. So it'll be Japan and Spain that advance out of that grouping there. And uh, I, I think everybody assumed it'd be Spain and Germany, and that's that's just not going to be the case. However, okay, so tomorrow will be the last day. It'll 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 line up the last. Uh, Grouping for the knockout round, uh, we started kind of going through some of these matchups as as you move forward here. Um, the, the last, first of all, the last day of games will have Ghana, Ghana going against uh, Uruguay, mm-hmm. uh, Korea and Portugal, Cameroon, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland. It's if everything works out as it is right now, I believe Brazil will get in. Uh, Portugal gets in, Switzerland gets in, and is it Ghana Ghana gets in. All right, so assuming that's the case, you have your round of 16 kind of put together.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: Netherlands and United States, that'll be a first matchup. Speaking of, before I get to that, we talked about yesterday how the Mexican national team wasted no time. Before, I think they even got to the presser, uh, their, their head coach was relieved of his duties well uh Belgium they did the same thing they they didn't wait very long that match ended their head coach was relieved of his duties uh it's a pretty uh, zero-sum game if you are not um if you are outside of the United States as it pertains to football slash soccer um, you don't come away with victories when you're expected to you lose your job
3: yeah, we were talking about we were talking about it during uh, the pre-show there. Uh, Roberto Martinez came in managing Belgium's really their last chance in the golden era of Belgian football, and Belgium coming in again number two in the world had a lot of high hopes. I believe they were in. Uh, they ended up they ended up making the semis. I think four years ago. Yeah. De Bruyne, by the next time they get to the World Cup... De
2: Bruyne is one of their standout players.
3: De Bruyne is going to be 35. Kevin De Bruyne plays for Man City. Uh, Romelu Lukaku is going to be 32-33. Uh, Eden Hazard, who plays for Real Madrid, is uh, going to be 35. Five-five player. Thibaut Courtois, who's the, the goalkeeper, he's going to be 35. But then right. again, goalies don't really matter. Uh, they're going to be old. They're going to be a lot older. Yeah. the Nara is gone.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, they might have another one more run in them, but they're going to be on the back end of that. So, that sets the stage for the round of 16. We know about Netherlands, United States. You have Argentina facing on Australia. France taking on Poland. England and Senegal. Japan and, Japan and Croatia. And uh, some mix of what we've had. Brazil versus...
3: Uh, It'd be Brazil, Ghana
2: brazil ghana I portugal
3: and then it'll be portugal versus switzerland switzerland
2: so you know that's where we're at now i think they the last day is tomorrow they'll begin the round of 16 uh sunday i believe
3: it'll be on the ninth will be the the kickoff for also the we're gonna wait 16. a week yeah following They're sunday gonna wait a little yeah. bit
2: yeah so that's uh that's your world cup update uh Briefly, uh, I forgot, I I left the building yesterday before that Hofstra game ended. Yeah, what happened, my man? Did they get the victory? It was tie ball game when I walked out.
3: I don't re- I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, that I must really
2: mean they took a nail. Is that what you're telling me?
3: They were down to, on the last, like the last 15 seconds, the senior guard for Hofstra drove a beautiful drive, got contact, got the bucket, got the foul, 3.7 seconds to go, tied 68-68, missed the free throw, mm. send it to overtime. He ended up rolling his ankle in the overtime, and Hofstra lost 81-77.
2: Tough loss for uh, the pride.
3: <laughs> and my pride.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well,
2: at least you have your health at this point. I, uh, for now. <laughs> for, for now. Uh, we'll have a pop quiz. Uh, we're going to do it a little bit differently today. Because it's only Frank and I in the building, we're going to need the participation of our listeners. So what we will do is we will um, search the phone lines for a participant. Now, you must have about 15 minutes to play. You need to be in a good area in order for this to work cleanly. uh, And then you'll have a chance to maybe do better than what Scraby does on a consistent basis. So uh, we'll do that at about uh, 2.40-ish in that third segment of the show. We'll have a daily gamut. We'll have a big five. Uh, we'll do it Gwen versus the fans today. And uh, of course, we will get at least one of my better half uh, on the show. We'll get Chris on. We're going to do our Gwen and Chris NFL pick them uh, before we uh, get out of here and, and, and let way to Thursday night football. So, again, it's just me today. So, I hope you guys are, are okay listening to my scratchy voice along with Frank. More Gwen and Chris on the way.
4: Selling a little or a lot.
2: 18 on the clock, Tony Glenn Jr., Frank Marchese, It's just us. Crisello, Matt Scraby. down for today. Not feeling well. Uh, in baseball news, pitching legend Gaylord Perry, known for uh his great ability to to throw the baseball, but also was one of the more colorful characters in baseball. Passed away at the age of eighty-four at his home in Gaffney, South Carolina. Um, it's a Hall of Famer we're talking about. He was, uh, he, he, I say, colorful characters because um, for those who follow baseball, he wrote in his book uh, late later on after he retired about um you know doctoring the baseball at times um or at least making hitters believe he was doctoring the baseball uh his autobiography was called me and the splitter uh at one point in his book he wrote about chewing uh that he chewed slippery elm bark to build up saliva and uh, to help him with that, you know spitball but he was a fantastic pitcher, 314 wins in his career, finished with uh, 3, 34 strikeouts, um, and he didn't do it overpowering, um, overpowering hitters. Uh, both the Giants and uh, the Rangers have released uh, statements, um, as well as Major League Baseball. Gaylord Perry was a consistent workhorse and a memorable figure. In his Hall of Fame career, that came from Rob Manfred, uh, he will be remembered among the most accomplished San Francisco Giants ever, and remained a popular teammate and friend throughout his career. Uh, it's, it's, it's you know obviously anytime you lose a Hall of Famer or anybody for that matter, it's uh, especially in the game of baseball. We seem like in the last couple of years, there's been a, a lot of those guys who have uh, passed on. Uh, Two other news in the NFL. Um, Things are going to get very interesting in Cleveland. Today was the first day that Deshaun Watson uh, spoke to the media. Uh, I got to say, this is this is going to be this is going to be interesting, Frank, on on a on a bunch of different accounts. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he is received by his own fan base. I, we are, I think, it's we can book it how he's going to be re- received um, on the road. The other interesting thing that, that I think about is. Um, how difficult it's going to be for the media, especially the folks who are, are doing, you know, analyst stuff, play-by-play stuff, to be able to remove their personal feelings from this. Because this is, uh, this, it's hard to even honestly talk about him in any subject based on what we know uh, has happened in this situation. I think upwards of 20-plus women have said he sexually assaulted or uh had some type of sexual misconduct. Uh I think the the uh, authorities have decided not enough evidence to charge from a um jail standpoint. But there was a bunch there was over 20 plus civil suits. I believe all but two settled. Um so I mean regardless of of there being no conviction, there is something wrong with 20 plus people saying the same thing. And so, how will the media be able? Will the media? And I'm talking, and again, I'm talking about analysts. I'm talking about play-by-play. The folks who are really paid to talk about what's the game. How are they going to be able
3: to remove their fists? Because it's it's going to be difficult. I would assume. Now, my question to you would be: When the news for Tatis broke, when you guys were in Washington, literally as the game was going on between. Between Sam signing off for uh, for pregame and the billboard to start the game, how did you, how are you able to remove yourself? Like to try to just talk about the facts and not put your own personal opinion into that. The
2: difference right away is
3: well, obviously the situation. Well, not it's only not the a,
2: situation. Yes, the situation is much different, but it was easier for Jesse and I because he wasn't actually playing. You know, so we were going to talk about. What happened, and then be able to move on from it because he's not actually there playing. So we didn't really have to test ourselves on how or if. And I'm you know, not, I think we're both professionals. We would have we would like to believe that we would have been able to do that. But the difference now is that you're going to be talk in, in one breath. You're going to be talking about an amazing throw he just made in a small window, right? But also have that cloud hanging over I would imagine that that's going to be difficult for some
3: not all but certainly for some oh yeah and i'm 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 on board with Chris I don't think he should have played this year at all he I should think a have lot of been, people are on board with yeah that. he should have sat out this entire year this it's despicable by the NFL and they have a long history of doing this because they were more than willing to look the other way on the Ray Rice situation until the video came out. Mm that was when they finally stepped in and suspended him the Adrian Peterson thing they lost a couple sponsors and then they stepped in and suspended him so the fact that they had initially suspended him as little as he did it was extended through arbitration it the NFL is not a moral compass never has been no absolutely not so it's
2: now i, I will say in, oh. in the NFL's defense on this particular case there's now a, a, an arbitrator that's picked between. I think both sides have to agree to it, right? That ended up being the one um, that made the final decision. Now, um, that's different than than the NFL has done in the past because they pretty much were the the judge, the king, the rule. They they were the final decision. In this case, they weren't. However, that decision was based off of. Decisions that they had made in their suspensions in the past. So I, I think a lot of people felt like this should have been uh, a little bit longer. Nevertheless, he's playing Sunday, and uh, that's going to be an interesting thing. Here's what Deshaun Watson had to say in his opening statement.
5: I'm excited to be back around my teammates. I also want to thank the Browns organization, the ownership, uh, my teammates in that locker room, all the coaching staff for all the support that they had for me. Uh, especially my time away. I uh, also want to thank all my trainers, all my personal trainers outside when I was going away who uh, helped me stay in shape, you know, grind to put in the work so I'm prepared when I come back. Uh, thank also T3 Performance Trainers uh, who was out there throwing with me uh, with my time away. I uh, also want to thank all the Cleveland fans in the city of Cleveland for you know, embracing me but also uh, helping me adapt to the community. Um, it's been awesome. It's been great, you know, being out, going to dinner and social places, being able to hang out with some some of the fans and interact with them. Um, and I also just want to thank just everyone that's you know been sending out some uh, positive uh, energy towards my way. But uh, I understand that you guys have uh, you know a lot of questions. Uh, but with my legal team and my clinical team, um, there's only football questions that I can really address at this time. And I also want to thank, uh, most importantly, Jacoby, uh, the big brother. He's been to, to me and everyone in that locker room. The passion, the grit, the leadership he has shown uh, these past weeks, everyone has seen it. I mean, he's, uh, he's the ultimate guy that everyone wants to you know, follow. So uh, he's been awesome for me. Uh, our relationship has been great. The bond has been great. Uh, and we're going to continue to grow from there and uh, you know, help win some, some more football games for the Cleveland Browns.
2: Now, I must say, um, I thought he missed an opportunity. Obviously, he's not going to be able to talk about the specifics of his case and, and the settlements and, and any of that. But he could have addressed the fans that are upset about him being, you know, playing right now. Uh, I don't – listen, because the, the, what I do know, having been around this uh, almost my entire life – if you don't answer a question, it's going to keep coming back up. And so, you know, I, I at some point maybe he gets to that where he, he realizes this isn't going to go until he um at least addresses the folks that are are upset with him right now. I mean the case is gonna the, the civil case is gonna play out how it's gonna play out at this point. Um but he didn't. I don't think he. I think he. I think he missed an opportunity. I won't say he dropped the ball. He missed an opportunity there.
3: And showed little to no remorse. Just just went on, continued, said, "Yeah, I'm not going to be able to answer these questions because of legal issues," and then just went on thanking people again. It's like just it didn't acknowledge it at all beyond legally. I was told I shouldn't say anything at all.
2: Uh, what, what I do know is is being a robot in this situation doesn't isn't isn't the greatest look nope ever so uh you know you put your seatbelt on because that one's going to go on for the rest of the season and or at least until he addresses that
3: and that it's, portion and it started off early because everyone looked at the schedule okay he's got x amount of games we're not happy about it who's he come back again oh his old team who would have thought yeah and, and so people are already against it
2: right and you know that, in particular, I believe I read some of the uh, the uh, alleged victims are going to be at the game. Yes. So uh, that that could that's gonna be a that's gonna be a
3: that's gonna be messy. Their what their representation has said is they are going to the game just to show to like him that is, they are the, not, not going, going away. away. Right. We are not going to disappear. We're not getting swept under the rug we are going to be here you Good are going to know us
2: yeah no so as i said this isn't this isn't uh anything that that's going going away anytime soon so uh, expect for this to keep popping up um you know over the course of the next what five weeks of, of football that remain i don't think Cleveland's going to the playoffs so i won't probably extend further than that so um but for the next 5 weeks yes we're going to be having this conversation more and more often all right Need for you guys who are available, right, 15 minutes, a place where it's nice and quiet, and you can have a, a, a chance to get involved in this pop quiz. We have gotten to that point. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. Again, you need about 15 minutes. You got to know something about sports, a lot about sports. We don't, I don't know what the subject's going to be. You don't know what the subject's going to be. So 833 uh, 288 if you want to participate or Gwen and Chris on the other side. 36 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Ello's out. Matt Scravey's out. Frank Marchese in. Just him and I today. Got with you to... 4... What we got? 425, something around there is when uh, we will hand it off to Thursday Night Football. Bills, Patriots, Patriots. it's actually one of the better Thursday night matchups we've had in a couple of weeks. I feel like the last two,
3: I couldn't remember off offhand who the two teams were playing. The last handful have just been torture. They in gotta, most cases, they've been so bad. They got
2: to figure this whole Thursday night football thing out. They they haven't been able to. I mean, listen, if you would like to think that if you're having, you know, what do you call it, uh, event TV that you're putting, like, your best teams on there. I know it's harder to control that because it comes out and it's harder to flex games in a game like football, but uh, there's got to be a better way, right?
3: Just because it's a divisional game doesn't mean people want to see Houston play Indianapolis on Uh, national television. uh,
2: Listen, yeah, you should avoid those teams when you know they're, you know, rebuilding, basically. The Colts are a little bit of a surprise, right? That, That team really was what a win away last year from being in the playoffs they lost to the jags Mm -hmm. this year it has gone completely backwards and was was
3: it the second year? but the houston texans you knew you knew they weren't going to be any good yeah you knew that but wasn't it the second year they did the the thursday night football that they had the color rush oh yeah god that awful gimmick
2: (laughs) i actually liked the color rush but it was one game in particular i remember that uh, folks who were colorblind, like I can't remember the two teams. Maybe it was, maybe it was like the Dolphins wearing their orange and and the Jets wearing their green. That the folks who can't see those that particular orange color, it turns into two teams playing with the same color jerseys. Up.
3: I remember there was one. It was the the ketchup and mustard game. I think it was Kansas City <laughs> ketchup versus ketchup Jacksonville. And ketchup and mustard. Yeah, because Kansas City was all in red and Jacksonville was all in like their gold mustard that color yep. yeah mm-hmm. i remember Gosh. that
2: with the two-toned hat yep. that they had mm-hmm. i'm glad those days are are long gone all right so what we have here is a pop quiz and how this will work is my man frank will basically play the role of chris Ello. we have invited robert from vista on listen there's no prize unfortunately for you guys you're just doing this for fun you got 15 minutes to play uh this is your game. So it'll be Robert versus myself. See if he has any better luck than what Scraby
3: does. I don't have an audio open for this. I know you guys have. Wow, haven't. Scraby,
2: I, you should have <laughs> let Frank know. I think
3: he did. I think he might have said something about it, but I, with everything that's gone on over this last hour, I may have. I'm kind of mad I about that. it. Slip.
2: I'm kind of mad that, that. I'm not even mad. I'm mad at Scraby because I feel
3: like. He should have dialed this in. And you know what? When we called him while we were talking about what we were going to do over the show, I he I'm tempted to call him right now. He did no, he did mention it, and with everything that's gone on, I completely whiffed on it. I will take full blame for that.
2: All right. Well, there goes the great intro that we have to the pop quiz.
3: However, we do still have the game. So,
2: Robert, are you with us? Yes, sir. Welcome to the show, my man. All right, so I don't know if you heard how this works. It's going to be me versus you. Frank is going to have uh, the category. We will get five strikes. The reason for the five strikes, you'll find out here in a second when you find out the category. So it's either the first to get to the right amount of teams or I assume teams because I don't
3: know what the category is
2: or if you get
3: five strikes first. Uh, The category will come up right after what I hope is the open I just found.
1: Remember the days of sitting in class? Good to have all of you back to school. And the teacher said the dreaded words, pop quiz. Chris Ello isn't your teacher, but he does come up with fun pop quizzes. Play along with us. The Chris Hello pop quiz commences now. A 97 3 the fan.
3: It was the open I found.
2: Nice. So, for the record, normally Chris will pull out like Super Bowl champions, you know, something
3: along those lines. So, what is our category today? From? Our category today is teams because we've been so invested in the World Cup.
2: Ah, okay.
3: The teams, uh, the category is teams that have made it to a World Cup final. Not just the teams that have won the World Cup, teams that have won, have made it to the final.
2: All right. Robert, you good with that? Good. All right. Here we go. Uh, I'll go first. Fair enough. I can remember, I can remember 2018s. Uh, How about uh, the, the winning team, France?
3: France has won two World Cups. Yes, so they are one right answer.
2: There it is. All right.
3: Robert, your turn. Robert, you're... Germany. Germany is right. They have won uh, the second most, actually. They've won four.
2: Uh, I, I would say Brazil's got to be a team that's made
3: a finals appearance. Brazil has won the most World Cups. They have won now, five. Can we get the, 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 the buzzer turned up a little bit? Uh, if it wasn't on the same pot, yes, I can.
2: Ah, okay. Got you. <laughs> Got
3: you. All right, Robert.
2: You're Italy. Turn.
3: Italy is also another one. They have also won four World Cups.
2: All right. Uh, gosh. I, I, I want to say that... In 18, France beat Croatia?
3: Croatia. The
2: checkered box uniform.
3: Yes, Croatia is one. They have made one World Cup final appearance, and that was the loss in 2018. Robert?
4: Argentina.
3: Argentina is right. Argentina has won two World Cups and have lost three three so they've made five appearances total tony i should have been
2: writing these down because i forgot to to mention that if you repeat a name that is considered a strike Okay.
3: and so now i'm we got the two extra strikes to play with today so that might help you a little bit
2: no it's not gonna help me (laughs) because i don't know i know enough about soccer to keep going um
3: Spain said already?
2: Oh! Thank God it wasn't.
3: Spain has only been to one World Cup final, and they've Ooh, won it. I got lucky then. All right, Robert. I think I remember that. Uruguay? Uruguay has been to two World Cup finals, including the very first one, and they hosted the World Cup that year in 1930. They won both. Ooh.
2: All right, Robert. That's enough, man. You're getting you're going deep <laughs> in your pocket now. I will I.
3: say this. How we, many more do we have left? We have We have five left, one winner and four, four runner up finishers. This
2: is where it gets tight. Now, I think I remember the Spain victory. That was like one of the last three or four World Cups, I believe.
3: That was twenty ten was when they won. did they beat
2: the team that USA is playing this week did he beat Netherlands
3: Ooh. Netherlands oh. the Netherlands has made 3 World Cup appearances and they have well, World Cup final appearances they've lost all 3
2: challenge Robert
3: uh how about Belgium
0: there's That's
3: our first oh, strike. strike of the game. Belgium has not made it. I believe they made the semi, like I said, I think they made the semi final in 2018, but they did not make a World Cup final.
2: All right. Man, um, I'm. Really running out of options, is I don't even know if I can
3: think of any more teams. There's how, one that I'm honestly stunned how, you guys haven't gotten. Yet.
2: How about England? I mean, they are the soccer. Okay, that, yeah, that was go. the
3: one. So that's that wraps up the World Cup winners. They won the World Cup. So in now we have what three left? Three left, and I'm not going to lie. These are <laughs> these are going to be a little bit difficult. <laughs> uh, how about Portugal? Portugal oh. has not been to a World Cup final. Really? They have not. And this will be their last chance under under Ronaldo. Uh,
2: man, I don't even know if I know any more countries. Are hints allowed? No hints are okay. allowed. No. No hints are allowed. How about Mexico?
6: No.
3: Mexico has not made a World Cup final. Denmark. Denmark has oh. not made it either. That's three strikes for Roberts. This is a good thing. This is why we to, had five yep, strikes. Exactly.
2: This is this is probably the most strikes I've ever had in this game when it's three all said to and done. One. Oh my lord! Um, who else is good at soccer? <laughs> how, how about um,
3: how about how about Sweden? Oh, No way. Sweden has made one World Cup final 1958. <laughs> that was Wow. And that, that was that was a loss to Brazil. That was actually Brazil's first World Cup 1958. I pulled that out of you might, you know what?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Robert
5: Wow. I'm sorry, but these next the next two
3: these next two are difficult.
2: You start going back far enough, some countries weren't even named the same thing anymore.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't um, give hints, can't give clues. Um, Paraguay? Nope, Paraguay ooh, has not ooh. made a World Cup final. I think I just got one. Uh oh. Colombia. Colombia has nope. not made a World Cup final. Really? Yep. Yeah. So, Robert, unfortunately, this is your last attempt here. You're going to have to get this one right.
6: Hmm.
3: But I appreciate you sticking to the spirit, and not googling this. Yeah, because that, that, that'd be the only way. Uh, I, I wish I had a oh globe right now.
2: I know. Just being able to um, look at something might might spark some, huh? Uh,
1: how about Japan?
3: Nope, yep, unfortunately I it. not.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I went first, uh, because I have no. Shouldn't
1: the invited guest on first?
2: <laughs> Maybe you're right, Robert. Isn't that a protest? Um, I don't even have
3: a a, a legitimate guest. I... Now the hints that I would have given had I been allowed to would have been they have not been recently. As you had said, one of them was not the name of the country that it is now, and they're both in Europe.
1: I have a guess.
3: Go ahead. Give give us your guess, Robert.
1: But I don't know. I think there's uh, Czechoslovakia?
3: Yes. That's one of them? The Czech Republic. The Czech Republic (laughs) is one of them. They went to the World Cup final, they lost to Italy in '34. And lost to Brazil in 62.
2: Yeah, I honestly don't have have Uh another guess. Uh, You said another European country. Yep.
3: Switzerland? No. They made the World Cup final in 1938. I know that was just last year. They lost to Italy. And in 1954... They made it and lost to, at that time, what would have been West Germany.
2: Did you already give it?
3: No, I haven't seen huh. the answer. What'd
4: Istanbul? you get? Istanbul?
3: Istanbul. Turkey? No. Oh. Who you got, man? I don't think he is. Well, what do you get when you haven't eaten in a while? <laughs> Hungry. Hungry. <laughs> Hungary was the last of the thirteen teams. Yeah, that I would have, have never. I wouldn't have, got, I wouldn't have
2: got. Oh. I wouldn't have got Czechoslovakia. I certainly would have got Hungary. But I'm glad you went first, Robert. Or I went first, Robert.
3: <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs>
2: Thanks for participating, Robert. Thanks for playing. Oh, there's our pop, right. there's our pop quiz. And by the
3: way, Robert did way better than what Scrappy does on a consistent basis. I was surprised that one. It took that long to get England. And two that you actually got Sweden. Yeah, I was no, I, that, at
2: that that was. I honestly at that point I was just naming teams that I can remember watching play, and their blue uniforms stand out to me. So I was I went with that. In, ter- in, in terms of England, I just think because they haven't they haven't won in a while, it, it hasn't been at the front of our mind.
3: No, but they but do, once
2: I realized it hadn't been guessed, it was like an easy one.
3: They they chant and cheer like they've won every single one recently, but they. <laughs> 1966 is the last one. That's crazy. Yep. That is crazy. Uh,
2: so there it is, pop quiz. Uh, you know, Usually we play music, but I'm sure Scraby didn't give you the uh,
3: the keys to that as well. I, I honestly, I got lucky just looking through the hot keys, and I saw pop quiz. I'm like, oh, I hope this isn't just a bed click. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, it it worked well. That was it.
2: Uh, as I said, Thursday night football, or at, about 425 on our station, Patriots, Bills, uh, Josh Allen. I mean, he started off on an MVP trajectory, um, but it has quickly crashed down, I think. I mean, his team is still, as you said, 8-3, and three, but he certainly isn't playing at the level that he was playing at. I think at this point, if there's an MVP favorite, it's, it's got to be Patty Mahomes of the
3: Kansas City Chiefs. He got banged up a little bit, didn't he?
2: He's got that. He's got like a UCL yeah, issue so going on.
3: So, that, so he's playing and, off and, to begin. And with. And by
2: the way, that doesn't, that those, those UCL things don't just like go away, mm-hmm. especially when the degrees are about forty and under. Pretty much every every game out at this point on, so it's going to be a struggle. Although I will say, he ripped a couple passes in that last game. He just doesn't. See, he can't do it every time. It seems like his elbow. As the game goes on, it gets a, it gets a little weary, man. And I can't imma- I honestly can't imagine throwing. I mean, just think. And I, I guess it just proves that throwing a baseball and a football are two different things. Bruce uh, Bryce Harper had to basically DH for an entire season because he had a UCL tear in his elbow. Turns out it was also uh, Tommy John that he also had a tear. In. But either way, he he has to hit. All he can't throw for a whole year. Josh Josh Allen's going out under under center and just slinging it about 35 40 times a game.
3: Wasn't that part of the reason why Ra Dickey became a knuckleballer cuz he didn't have a UCL? He, d- he was born without a UCL. That yeah, so was a that f- was...
2: former teammate of mine in 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 AAA. Um yeah, didn't was born without a UCL. Uh and he threw by the way when he first came up he, yeah, he, he was threw hard. Fireballer. He threw yep. hard, mm-hmm. but uh went to the knuckleball. Had a I would say a pretty Pretty dang good career.
3: Won himself a Cy Won Young. Won himself
2: a Cy Young. Oh, with their squad, as a matter of Might fact. Might have been, yes. It was. <laughs> the Mets. A knuckleballer. How about that? Winning a, a, a Cy Young. He was He was really good. He started, That was the year he started throwing that really hard knuckleball, and it was something different that nobody
3: had really ever seen. He also went back-to-back one-hitters, and almost David Wright made like an iffy play at third in Tampa in the first inning. That David should have been... <laughs> That it Wright, should have said, been an error. Wright said that would have been an error in any other ballpark, and you wouldn't have known it because it was, again, it was the first inning.
2: Yeah, you're not a lot of people paying attention in the first inning to an error. No. Uh, gets a little later, you make that same error. Everybody's uh, up in arms and on your head about it. Three uh, o'clock, hour on the way, Daily Gambit. Uh, I got to tell you, he's not here today, and I'm kind of glad he's not here. Yeah. Because uh, he would be gloating. In a major, major way, and only the way that Chris could. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you have to stay tuned uh, to hear it because uh, Chris had himself a, a night in Daily But I will say my Lake Show bounced back very nicely uh, against a beat-up Portland team, but they did it the way they should have did it. They pretty much, you know, blew them off the floor, took care of business. Happy to see it because now it gets real tough. They go on the road for I think five or six straight. Against like pretty, pretty good opponents. So, as I said, 3 o'clock hour on the way, Morgan and Chris.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.